Well, good morning, church. What an amazing day this is. I'm going to remember today's date for a long time. Sunday, May 28, 2028. Pretty cool, huh? The 28, 2028 thing. But it's not just cool because of the numeric parallelism. I think just made up that word. No, it's cool because it was exactly nine years ago today that we read this same gospel from John and used it to thank and say goodbye to our first round of high school scholars in our then still very new music program. On that first Sunday, nine years ago today, May 26, 2019, I remember sharing that I was still happily surprised by Nate's idea to bring high school students to Trinity from out in the community to join us every Sunday as members of the choir. You see, nine years ago, I wasn't completely convinced that it was a great idea, but I wanted to support him as our new music and the arts director and his ideas, so we tried. Some of you may have been here in 2019 on that first Sunday when we thanked five high school seniors for giving us a chance that very first year. We didn't really know what we were doing, but it wasn't bad. I didn't get to know them very well, but I think I remember their names, Ada, Caitlin, Annie, Cameron, and Eduardo. Those were those names nine years ago. We've kept in touch with some of them, and it has been amazing to see the choices that they have made and the ways that they are living in the world nine years later. One is married, two are living abroad, and one has a top-secret security job that we just can't know very much about. And the fifth still lives nearby, and he has started teaching at Toledo School for the Arts. And he's also working with us in our very popular after-school program, TAMP, Trinity Arts and Music Program. Anyway, I know that later this morning we have 30 graduating seniors to thank and send off. And later in the service, you'll hear some of the very special music that they have written over the year and recorded to share about their time with us this year. But for now, I want to reflect back through the lens of the gospel lesson we have just heard and think about some of the ways we have lived and loved well together as a community over these past nine years. This morning's gospel from John is what scholars call Jesus' farewell discourse. On the night before Jesus died, he sat with his friends, his disciples, and he shared one final meal. And then, following the meal, we read an account of what might have been said to his friends on that special and holy night as he knew of his imminent and final departure. Scholars have divided the farewell discourse in John into three main sections, and today's reading comes from the first section, what we might call the beginning of his long goodbye. In short, it is the section in which Jesus wants to do, I think, two things at the very same time. First, he wants those who love him to know that he is going away. 
and then somehow also to convey that even though he has to leave them, he will somehow still be with them. In that tender moment, he shares those beautiful words we just heard, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. I think some of what I find so beautiful in these words and in this exchange between Jesus and his disciples is the absolute accessibility of their experience. How many of us have had that kind of exchange with someone who was on the eve of dying, trying to hear them tell us that they were leaving and yet knowing that a part of them would always be with us? It's been 10 years since I sat on my father's bed for the last time, and I knew that was the case then. And now, a decade later, it is true as it was then. He is both gone and always present. And in a less dramatic and life-altering way, saying smaller goodbyes can also have that same quality. We can get to the end of another school year or program, and as graduations and commencements roll around, we seem to be in a season of many farewells. And for those who have found a place of love and belonging for however long, saying goodbye can be both. The hard reality of a departure, and yet also the peace and assurance of a deep and lasting impact on those we leave behind. And again, I think back nine years ago to 2019, when so much of everything we were doing still felt new, it seemed like we were fires out left and right, and there were days when we'd wondered if we'd ever get to a better place. We were such a smaller community of faith then, and we hadn't yet learned to trust in the peace that comes when we can truly let go of the anxiety that can creep in, keep us anxious and fearful. Do you remember nine years ago we were still dealing with a leaky building? Moving offices to avoid water damage, trying to renovate meeting spaces, cleaning and purging old equipment and updating all of our technology. And how about the Trinity Plaza? Whew! Hard to believe it was once boarded up and overgrown with weeds. The summer concert series, the annual fall jazz fest, the local 419 arts festival, and the weekend local produce exchange were all just something we had barely dreamed about. And now, now those were all going strong. And do you remember nine years ago, we struggled to decide about getting air conditioning? I swear to God, I wrote this before today. For this building, whoo, I am so glad that the vestry made the decision, especially now over the past four years, we've had record-breaking record temps over the past few summers. And I know some of you were here as we lived through the overly ironic time of trying to find a permanent home for our homeless Jesus statue. And believe it or not, nine years ago, Nine years ago, we hadn't even started our 2030 vision project. And now, here in 2028, now we are just about at the end of that vision. And we are getting ready to celebrate all that we have accomplished with God's help.
Over the last nine years, we have lived into Jesus' farewell discourse in many iterations, learning to follow his path, learning to love one another, and learning to say goodbye when that has been part of the journey. We have stood at the graveside of many who are no longer with us. We have worked side by side with many who have found TCSF, the Trinity Community Services Foundation, a lifeline now providing resources and staff and a safe place for many to land until they are ready to stand on their own again. We've baptized dozens of babies, we've welcomed hundreds of new members, and then we've said goodbye to some of those people and families as work and life has taken them away. We have watched over 125 youth go through our high school music program, knowing that each would come and stay for just a time. It is hard to say goodbye, whether little or big, when you have loved and been loved well. And had we been sitting there with Jesus after that final supper, I suspect not a one of us could have fathomed the depth of that goodbye that night. But as I think back on this ministry here at Trinity over the last nine years, I am starting to get a glimpse of how important it is to hold everything we do lightly. We are all here for such a very short moment, and the ministry we share is truly not our own. It helps to have a clear, inspiring, articulated, documented, and communicated vision to guide us along the way together. And when our time is done, we all will say goodbye fully and well, and then trust that what comes out of that departure will be the gift of new life and new ministry, new expressions of who and how love is alive here in this place long after every single one of us is gone. I want to end this morning with a beautiful poem that helps capture how vision is both important to us and also one small part of God's future that is not our own. It reminds me of the invitation to live and love with open hands, not clenched fists, to work hard and stay focused while also staying humble and open to the Holy Spirit. It seems an appropriate way to end this morning looking back to where we have just come over the last nine years, and perhaps with God's help, where this ministry is headed in the days to come. A future not of our own. It helps now and then to step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, but it is actually beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is God's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is another way of saying the kingdom always lies beyond us. No statement says all that could be said. No prayer fully expresses our faith. No confession brings perfection. No pastoral visit brings wholeness. No program accomplishes the entire church's mission. No set of goals and objectives include everything. But this is what we are about. Instead, we plant the seeds that one day will grow, 
We water the seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces effects far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything. And there is a sense of liberation in realizing this. This enables us to do something, and to do that something very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for God's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not the master builder. We are ministers, all of us, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not of our own. So my friends, as we get ready to say goodbye once again to our high school seniors in this end of this school year, 2028, may we do so in the knowledge and the assurance that God's mission and vision is being lived out with and through us here in this place. We have loved and lived well together over these past nine years. Because we have taken the road less traveled, we have followed the radical path of fearless love and priceless peace. And we've dared to embrace really, really big dreams. And now each of us is offered that peace that passes all understanding, keeping our hearts and our minds and souls connected through the eternal source of love. May it be so.